0: You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elina Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. Thank you once again for joining with me here on this podcast. It brings me great joy and pleasure to share with you the Word of God. Hallelujah. My word for you today is abide in peace. Amen. And um, as I share with you uh, about peace, um, I pray that you'll be able to rest and flow in peace. Okay. So, um, of course, what is peace? I think we all know what peace is. We all may not have peace, but we all know what peace is. But I'm just going to give you a definition so that we can all start on that same page. All right. And so peace is freedom from disturbance. Um, it's tranquility. It is a state, uh, not an emotion. It is a state of being where there is no war, Um and I'm the peace I'm talking about is peace within ourselves, okay? Um, and so, where there's no war within your members, you know, uh, you know, in your mind, where there's no, you're not warring in your mind. Um, but there's peace uh, in your mind and just a, a state of just um, a calmness and um, stability that's in your mind uh, and in your heart. Um, that everything is okay and everything's going to continue to be okay, even though our outward exterior, um, things are going all kinds of directions. And so our ability to display um, stability and that calmness, especially in times like this and times that we're dealing with, it is a great testimony to the world and, and, and especially a troubled world, troubled world that's looking for peace, that's looking for uh, a rest in their souls. Um, And so I want to start out with a scripture that I I think is timely during this season as we're um, flowing in the holiday season and um, just coming off of Christmas. And uh, this is a particular scripture that I often reflect on um, especially during this season, but also whenever I think of peace. So in Isaiah, the ninth chapters, the sixth through the seventh verse. we've just celebrated the birth of Jesus, the height uh, the, the highest day of the Christian calendar uh, as far as recognizing the birth of Jesus. Um, and so this scripture says, "For unto us a child is born. unto us a son is given." And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And in the seventh verse, it says, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it. And to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And it's so much wrapped in this scripture. Um, you know, and so I we think about, you know, um, Christmas has passed, but but still the fact that Jesus Christ was born in the earth rim, and it wasn't just an ordinary baby. We know that. But in this particular scripture, it unwraps some great things that that Jesus brought with his birth for us. And the first thing that I began to see is, the government shall be upon his shoulders. And um, without getting all into politics and, and different things like that, I want to focus in on his government. Uh, you know, when you think of government, you, um, it, in the natural sense, it's the political system um, by which a country or community, um, you know, that that they, um, the way that rules and regulations and affairs are governed or regulated, you know, um, and so, and of course you have, you know, people in, 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 um, leadership position the president the you know the supreme court all these different people who um govern the government you know and so but right off the bat this scripture says the government shall be upon his shoulders and you you know you think about that when when something is on your shoulder it has the shoulder is built in such a way where it's able to carry the weight of whatever you may have to, um, to carry. And so it's letting us know that the government, how our lives are governed, that's on his shoulders, how he's going to lead us and guide us and direct us, how he's going to, um, uh, cause our affairs to flow or, or, or what concerns us to flow our health, our, our mind, our, our, our well-being um you know um, our living that's upon his shoulders and so and then it goes on to say his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God so wonderful counselor all that's wrapped in the counselor but I want to focus in on government and his peace and so then the latter part of verse six says that he's the prince of peace the prince of peace so, so, not only is the government upon his shoulders, but also peace. He is the head of peace. He is the one that governs peace. Glory to God. And so, then, as we see in the seventh verse, it says, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Okay. So, that means that his government will, con- will constantly be increasing and, 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 and bringing a perpetual uh, flow of 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 goodness of 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 our best tr- best interest at heart of of and then it says of his peace and that peace which means of course we talked about we explained the definition the tranquility no disturbance you know um a state of being where you have a a a fixed uh assurance in your heart um that God's got me, this God got my family, God's got my life, hallelujah. And I don't have to be disturbed or worried or anxious about anything. And so um, so it says that his government and peace there shall be no end. And so, you know, when I think about um just peace and how much we need it today, I think about where where how do we get that peace? And of course, it goes all the way back to the baby that was born that brought in peace into the world and so we need peace so i'm going to share a few scriptures that's going to complement this word about the government and peace being you know in his order in in his in his um governing affairs okay and um how god is all about peace you know so if if you're not in peace um, if you're worried, if you're anxious, if if uh, if you're concerned, um, if there's some things in your spirit that's not settled, then then that's not God's will for your life. It's not okay. This is you know. So so even though it's the see the season that we're in where we're dealing with a lot of turmoil, with a lot of turbulence, a lot of unrest, a lot of things that are going on, that still does not mean that this is the season for us to not be at peace. This every day is a day that we should be at peace. And so we got to know that. So we can't accept that because this is what's going on right now. Then everybody is, you know, uh, anxious. Everybody is in fear. Everybody is worried, you know. Um, No, no. For us, because we're being governed, our lives should be governed by uh, uh, the kingdom of God. Under the kingdom of God and under God, our Father, Jesus, our Savior, and the Holy Ghost, our helper. Amen. So our lives are governed by that. And and so in his government, peace comes along with it. Glory to God. Not anger, not bitterness, not hatred, not unrest, not all of that. But with his government, peace comes along with it. Okay, and so and so I'm gonna share a few scriptures. Isaiah 52, 7 says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bring bringeth good tidings, that publishes Peace that bringeth good tidings of good that publishes salvation that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigns. So He publishes peace, which means He puts it out there for everybody to know that He brings peace. Peace is here. He brings good news, and then that good news comes. Peace. Glory to God. When you publish something, it is you know it becomes uh, permanent to God, it's, it's there, you know, when, you know, you look at the word of God, but in this word, in the natural sense, you see the words on this paper, it's been published. Okay. And it's, and when it's, it's published, it's settled. Okay. And so peace is settled. That's it. That's the way it should be. Peace, peace, glory to God. And so, um, another scripture, uh, and John 14, 27, lets us know that, um, we're going to have tribulation. We're going to have trouble. But this is what he says. This is what he, this is, you know, this is what comes out of him. Uh, This is what he's fixed on. This is how he governs our lives by peace. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be troubled afraid. So he says, I give you peace. So, so it's not, so peace is not really something that we have to obtain. It is something that we have to let be. Okay. Because in that latter verse, it says, let not your heart be troubled. So, so trouble is not something that is, it's something that you have no control over. No, it's something that you either let it be or you don't let it be. Okay. Um, being afraid, being fearful is not something that you don't have control over. Again, it's something that you either let it be or not be. But this scripture says, let not your heart be troubled. It says, Neither let, it, you know, let it be afraid. You know, so so what are you allowing to happen? You know, so you have that authority. You have that jurisdiction that you don't have to allow your heart to be troubled or, um, yourself to be afraid or to be fearful. Okay. And so he says, I've already given you peace. And then when he left to, to go ascend up into heaven, he tagged him with the Holy Ghost. He said, I won't leave you comfortless. Comfort brings what? Peace. So he left the Holy Ghost here in the Earth Rim to assure or to to make sure that we have access to peace that peace belongs to us. So peace I leave with you and peace I give unto you. Okay, um, I look at Philippians the fourth chapter. This is a very familiar familiar. Uh, a verse I love it I go to it often when 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 I know that I have to get my mind aligned with God's word and so it says in the 4th chapter the 4th verse it says rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice let your moderation be known unto all men the Lord is at hand then it says this be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, so if you have peace, so how do you access that peace? How do you let that peace be in you? There it is, right there. Verse six it says, "Be careful for nothing; be anxious for nothing." He said, "But in prayer." and supplication, and thanksgiving. And what happens? The peace of God comes in. Hallelujah. The peace of God uh, uh, rises to the occasion. Hallelujah. To keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And then it goes on in the ninth verse, you know, to talk about, and the peace of God shall be with you, you know? And so so when it says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When it says, be careful for nothing, then how do we do how do we get that peace prayer supplication thanksgiving and then comes in the peace that doesn't make sense to the world it doesn't even make sense to us sometimes because we brainwash that when different things happen you're not going to be at peace when different things happen you're going to be worried you're going to be sad you're going to be anxious you're going to be afraid no that's not our lot amen and so um In John, the 16th verse, it says this, the 33rd verse, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. Okay? So we're in the world, we're not of the world. So it already lets us know, in this world you're going to have tribulation, you're going to have these things. But how is it that he can say to be of good cheer? Why? Because he overcame the world. How did he overcome it? Well, just by the simple fact that he came as a seed, a seed of peace. And 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 any seed that God plants, whether it be through Jesus Christ or otherwise, hallelujah, produces a harvest. So when Jesus came in the earth rim as a seed of peace, he produced peace. That's why he said in his word that the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, because it's a continual harvest of peace, glory to God. This is what belongs to us. And so, um, so, so, let me read this verse. It says, Romans the 16th chapter, the 21st, the God, the 20th verse, Romans 16, 20, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> the God of peace. Why, why, did, why, why didn't he say the God of power? Why? Why did he say? You know, the God of you know, uh, you know, just uh, faith. You know, no, he said the God of peace. So that's letting you know if Satan's come is knocking at your door, if Satan is messing with your mind, if Satan is trying to mess with your family, mess with your finances, mess with your body. Come on now, the God of peace shall bruise Satan under whose feet? Your feet. Glory to God, the God of peace, glory to God. So when he is putting the devil in his place, he's using peace, glory to God, to, uh, to put the devil under your feet and to bruise him, glory to God. Hallelujah. How does How does God put the enemy in check? Peace, with peace. I mean, the devil don't know what to do when you're in peace and he's been messing with you and telling you this is not going to happen. You know, he's been trying to instill fear, but you you, you react with peace. You, you react with, I'm not moved. I'm not moved by circumstances. I'm not moved by situation. Peace has me, um, you know, in this state where I will not be moved. Amen. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. And so this is a scripture. I remember getting this scripture in my spirit when I was in college and this, and, and it's it's so powerful. Um, I'm going to read the King James version and then I'm going to read the Amplify. And this is out of Colossians, the third chapter, the 15th verse. And listen, you need to write this down. You need to put it before you. You need to keep it in your spirit. Okay. Colossians, the third chapter, the 15th verse. And it says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. The peace of God, peace of God, not not the peace of the world, not the peace of, you know, what you figure that you can get peace because look, you can go, to have all the spa treatments you want. You can have all the me day and the self-care days you want. But if you don't grab a hold of the peace of God, you will not be at peace. You may have a little relief and all that's fine and dandy. And it's wonderful because believe me, I love me some me time. I love, you know, spa uh, treatments, massages, all of those wonderful things. I love it. But you best know that when the enemy comes, he is not going to be disturbed or moved by whether you got a massage or whether you're drinking a cup of tea to cap off your night. No, you best know you need to let the peace of God, hallelujah, keep your heart, rule in your heart. So the Amplified version says this, the 15th verse it says, and let the peace, so harmony, which comes from Christ's rule act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your mind in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ, one body you were called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. And so what stuck out was the the peace of God acting as unpower of my soul. I mean, if you know a little bit about you know, softball, baseball, I know a little bit about it, you know, you know, you have that umpire. And so you have two opposing teams and you have the one team that's throwing you the ball for you to hit it. And, and that umpire is standing right behind that person that's at bat. And that umpire is watching those balls that are being thrown at that person that's at bat. And he's determining if that is a good ball, is if, if that's a foul ball, if that's a strike, if that's a ball that's a perfect pitch um and 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 the person that's supposed to go at bat didn't swing at it or you know um and, and 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 even though they didn't swing at it it's still a strike that umpire is calling the shots okay and so it is with our soul that the peace of God God's peace remember it got to come from God peace from God okay Acts as the umpire of our soul. So when the enemy throws something at us, what does peace say? You know, up, oh, that's foul. Up, oh, that's a strike. Up, oh, you know, whatever. You know, and so and so whatever the enemy is trying to do to us, I, if peace is on board and calling the shots, it doesn't matter what he's throwing our way because guess what? Peace does. Peace works at our favor all the time. Hallelujah. Come on, favor ain't fair, but in the body of Christ, favor is fair for us because we are his children. Hallelujah. And that's how he blesses us. So, peace ought to be the umpire of your soul. Peace ought to call the shots. No matter what's going on, no matter what's coming your way, let peace be the umpire of your soul. Let it settle. Whatever questions that you have in your mind, the peace of God. You know, when you have peace, a lot it's connected to that trust where you trust God. Because peace doesn't mean that everything's okay as far as in the natural realm. It means everything's okay within, everything's okay with God. But but it takes time for things to line up in the natural realm. But peace goes before all of that and says everything's okay. All right, on the inside, you know, and why? Because peace connects to trust in God, and trust in God says, okay, God's got this. He's got me. He's got my family. He's got my life. He's got my finances. He's got my health. God's got this. And so, this, you know, this is what the Lord laid on my heart just to have you to meditate and to focus in on after we come from out of this Christmas celebration of his birth to recognize. He left a gift for you, and that gift is the gift of peace. So I pray you unwrap that gift, and you unwrap that gift in such a way that every single day you partake of that gift, and that is that gift of peace. Listen, Isaiah 26.3 says, Thou will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in the Lord. Hallelujah. So keep your mind stayed on him. He'll give you that perfect peace that comes from the Prince of Peace. Glory to God. I mean, this is our seed. This is our harvest from the seed that Jesus planted, that seed of peace. And so I leave with you this word that that I pray that it reverberates in your spirit. That no matter what comes your way, that you're not concerned about, oh, it's been a tough year. And yeah, everybody knows that, yeah, it's been tough, but it's also been for me a, a year of peace because I've determined that I'm not going to allow the enemy to to win. I'm not going to uh, lay down and, and, and cave in or give in and allow the enemy to win. And how is it that I'm able to do that? It's because of the peace of God that rules in my heart. That every time that he wants to take me to a worry, a doubt, a fear, questions, I go to him, I say, God, I still trust you. God, you I know you lead me. You guide me, direct me. I'm looking to you. And his peace comes in, hallelujah. When my mind is on him to know, God, you are good. You are great. You are awesome. You won't let me down. Hallelujah. You hold all power in your hand. You have it all figured out. Hallelujah. You know the plans that you think of me plans of good and not of evil. I mean, my my mind just goes on that litany of calling the role of all that God is able and, and, and to do and will do in my life and in the life of my loved ones and in the life of my family, my church family. Amen. So I pray peace, great peace, great peace will rule and reign and rest in your hearts that no matter what loss you've suffered, that no matter what trauma you've gone through or dealt with, that the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. Amen. God bless you. Hey guys, listen, I want to thank you so much for tuning into this, our first year that we've had our podcast. This is our first season and it has been just an awesome, incredible year of just sharing the word. And I've gotten many feedback how the podcast has been a tremendous blessing to you. We're closing out the year 2020 and we're going to be going into a new season of our podcast. So I am looking forward to that. It's going to be many, many great messages that the Lord has in store um, to share. I'm, I'm just excited about it. And so I just want you to know. Um, You know, I love you and I appreciate you. Stay connected. Um, Look forward to the next season. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, even Facebook at Elena M. Robertson. And um, I look forward to interacting with you. And I look forward to all the messages that are to come. Stay tuned for season two. It's going to be epic. Bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.